Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. 105 in Edmonton, hour number two of Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer and Brennan Escott with you. Edmonton and the Montreal Canadiens, 5 o'clock puck drop. Tomorrow on the Oilers Radio Network, I'll join Reed Wilkins for the face-off show at 3.35. And then it'll be uh, Cam and Rob Brown with the call on the radio side. Oilers now brought to you by Digitex. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. You can continue to text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted. With Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, open Monday to Saturday. We uh, head off to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, joined by Mark Spector for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta. Live Standard Bit Racing has moved uh, to Century Downs Racetrack in Calgary. You can watch and wager at hbibet.com. Hello, Speck. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. Bobby, how about you? Hanging in there? Hanging in there. Good to hear. Well, worst places to be sucked in Chicago, my friend. <laughs> I can yeah. promise you that. <laughs> well, you're. You know what? I look. I I like Chicago. It's it's probably my one of my three favorite travel locations. But you know, I like Edmonton, and I like what's yeah, in Edmonton. It's all fun. Yeah, it's all fun. You know what I mean? Road when everyone else everyone else has gone home, and the, I get it, buddy. I've At the end there. of an eleven day road trip, and yeah. the reality of <laughs> the reality of the uniqueness of the Canadian. I mean. You know, I'm stuck in a hotel for five days, so unfortunately, they're going to the, the listeners are going to be stuck with me because I'd go stir crazy if I didn't have the the show to do. But uh, you know, th- then the additional waiting to to get back into the country. So um, can't you rent? Like, can't you like rent a car and just drive home? And quarantine you can, but you then you end up quarantining at home for ten more days. So I'd actually yeah. miss more games that way than if I just waited out here. So we'll okay. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll have to see it. Uh, we'll have to. You know, who knows? I mean, it's. Uh, and, oh, well. and, and full disclosure, I mean, just just so the listeners, I, I mean, I'm triple vaxxed so it's and this will get all the guys that sat there said see this thing doesn't work and it's all a conspiracy away you go so uh and and i'll be honest mark i don't know about you because i I know you've had it before i'm actually i've been way sicker before like in years past and continued working straight through the entire time so you know that's just uh, it affects everybody differently and situation is what it is and uh and the only good news is is that it didn't affect any of the players on this no, round and i just 
Well, this is a fine example of the advantage of keeping your body like a, treating your body like a temple, Bob. You know, because you're in such fantastic physical shape, you've beaten this virus. So I think you should be For proud two years. of your level of, your level of fitness. <laughs> well, I don't, well, listeners are like, do you keep all the gift certificates for yourself? That's what a little listener said. And I go, oh, no, I, I, I just I, I give them out to my friends, which is why Mark Spector's never had any. But uh, there you go. All right. There you go. Hockey. Let's get to it. Uh, they didn't have much juice last night, did they? Well, yeah, not much juice. And, you know, I think what what we, you know, what the Oilers are striving for, like every team's striving for, Bob, is to play the same game every night. The word consistency is overused in hockey. And the reason it's overused is because no, almost nobody attains it, right? Nobody puts the same effort, the same systems play, the same hard back check every night. And that's what everyone's shooting for. And I think what we saw was, I think we'll say three out of four games, they played that game that, man, it's a nice-looking game. Like, it's a boring game in Philly, but it won. And it was a good, hard game in Carolina, and it almost won. And you know what? That game was totally absent yesterday. They freelanced yesterday like the old Oilers freelanced, and and they get what you get, right? Their systems play was poor. They gave pucks away. The support wasn't there the way it had been. And I'm not blaming anyone. It's a long road trip. These things happen. But this is the pursuit of consistency that every coach is looking for, Bob. See, Mark, I think there's another factor that does not get equated in. And it is not an excuse, but it is a factor. There is an equilibrium in a cap system to how hockey works today. Okay? So you and me grew up when we watched, like, those five teams that missed the playoffs out of the 21. Right, it was sixteen made it, five didn't. In the yeah, yeah, yeah. They were they terrible. God awful. They were terrible teams. <laughs> yeah. Right, they were bad clubs. Oh, and yeah. In fact, and in fact, teams thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, and sixteen weren't very good either. Right. And now you have a situation where you have sixteen out of thirty-two teams make it, and you have a cap. And so, if you have <clears throat> four or five guys out of your lineup, yep. Because there's a far more equitable distribution of talent around the league, that totally can derail your team. Like, you know what, the Calgary Flames, and part of this might be the type of team they built, they built a big, heavy team, but they've only got like 60 lost man games all season. Like, I don't think they've lost a significant player for a long period of time all year long. And that's a big, heavy team that some of us predicted was gonna have a good year. but they've stayed healthy. And, you know, the Canadians last year were a team that went to the Stanley Cup final, albeit a surprise, and then boom, Carey Price and, and no shade, wherever to start the year, and it just spiraled from them, right? Well, the last time Mark Edmonton played Montreal, they had Nugent Hopkins centering the third line. Everybody was all jacked up. Nugent Hopkins, Cassian, and Pugliarvi were all in the lineup. They don't have those guys for that game tomorrow. Montreal's rung off six out of seven. They've, they're, they're, you know, they're getting a couple guys back that they didn't have before. But this is what I mean. I think as much as you search for consistency, the league's closer than ever before. Anybody can beat anybody in a given night, and the teams have the same amount of money really to spend on players. So yeah, you lose a couple guys, it can affect the depth. It hurts you against any team on any given day. Hey, what does Gary Batman call it? Competitive balance, right? You know, you're right, Bob. The the difference between the third best team in the league and the 29th best team in the league is way closer than it used to be. There's no getting around that. Look at Chicago. Chicago's not going to make the playoffs. But they got 
a bunch, you know, they got a handful of very good players on that team. They got DeBrinket and they got Kane, they got Taze, they got Kirby Dot, right? They got some nice defensemen. I like always like Calvin DeHaan. Uh, yeah, whatever. They got some good players on that team. They're not a, just a pushover. And if you go in there and give some, you know, A, you've got less than your optimum lineup, then you lose Barry partway through. And B, the lineup that you put out there does not play up to its optimum game. And that's you're exactly right, Bob. That's enough to bring Chicago right to Edmonton's level that we saw last night, right? Chicago, frankly, was the better team on that surface last night. I didn't even like Edmonton's game against Philadelphia that much, Jack, or uh, 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 Speck. Uh, yeah, you're spec. I, I had had a conversation about this with Jack earlier or last night after the game. Just like this, has been two games in a row. Like for me, uh, it's the drugs kicking in, Mark. But uh, uh, since you've always used them, it hasn't been an issue for you. Uh, I digress. But the the, rea- the reality is, I actually thought they were leaky against Philadelphia. Like they gave up a lot of odd man breaks, and the, the, fortunately for Edmonton, it kept on being Travis Sanheim that was finishing off the three on twos. That's you know? fair. So that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, they missed a couple chances. Right? Like, Mark, it's crazy. The two best games that they played on the trip, they didn't get points in. Okay, so here's here's what Woodcroft's talking about. Here's what Woodcroft's telling his players, right? We need the same... The same tenets of our game. What does he call them? Dominoes, right? That's his word. He's trying to set up the, some dominoes in the game. But if you do the first couple dominoes right, then the next dominoes work and the next dominoes work. That's what cross terminology. And he's trying to get his team to come out with those first two or three dominoes the same way every single night. If that's what they pay coaches for, right? The coach that has good enough players that are attentive enough, smart enough, and talented enough to deliver that same game plan, let's say, 65 times out of 82, that's the coach that wins the President's Trophy. Yeah, well, that's fair. All right. Uh, CJ reported yesterday, Chris Johnson, that the Edmonton Oilers are fine with their goaltending. The, the combination of Koskinen and Smith, obviously they got Skinner and the Miners. What would your read on that be? My read is that there's not a goaltender out there that's available that's worth giving up a bunch of assets for. That's my read on it, Bob. Uh, my read on it is Flurry's not coming. My read on it is that if if you were interested in Varlamov, and I'm sure that, that you know, I'm sure Ken Holland has spoken to Lou Lamorello about Varlamov. He doesn't like the price for that goalie. And after that goalie, I'm looking around the league. Am I giving up? You know, Dallas isn't giving me Braden Holpe. They're fighting the orders for a playoff spot. So I just think, Bob, that it's Ken Holland's smart way of saying, I'm behind my guys. I like my guys. I'm sick with my guys. But what he's really telling you is, I really can't improve on the guys I got. All right. So where do they need to target improvement, Mark? Well, if you can't get a goalie, then you better improve your defense. That clearly is, you know, I think there's no, especially if Barry's going to be hurt for any length of time. You know, the, the thing that happens when Edmonton isn't going well, Bob, is they lose a lot of battles, especially down low. They don't have a team that... that owns the net front at either end of the rink very often. I'll I'll be honest with you. That's not who they are. Uh, Kane has helped a lot, and Hyman at the offensive end of the rink. But at the defensive end of the rink, you know, they give up a lot of sloppy stuff there. Their crease is a place of much traffic. So to me, I I don't think you're not going all in on it. You're not giving up a ton of assets for a guy like Sherratt because I don't see Edmonton as a Stanley Cup contender. But I'm going to say a guy like Braun out of Philly or you know, a right shot guy that you think can 
can defend. They need a defender here. That's what they need, Bob, especially on the right side. Well, I like Braun against the Oilers the other night. The Oilers did have a scout in in Philly last night watching them play, and he stunk. He played 12 minutes and was minus two, and they ended up losing uh, to Minnesota. Okay. Uh, but I have, I actually do have time for Justin Braun. I, I, I mean, it can't be something that costs, you know, obviously we're not talking a first round pick here. Um, and, and I would also assert you can play four right shot defensemen. Like if you're going to go three, if you're going to go seven and 11, you could still, you could still end up playing, uh, Bouchard and Barry. And I, by the way, Mark, I think seven to 10 days for Tyson Barry. Uh, we'll call it core uh, core issue. It looked like it looked like it was a, an oblique type thing. Just watching it when I uh, saw it again last night. So we'll see. Uh, so I do. I it's, it's funny you and me don't often agree, but I actually think a guy like Braun, who's not a super sexy pickup, but has had a pretty good year in Philadelphia, uh, I, I would have time for. The forward situation, the injuries have played a factor here. I'm going to ask you about Josh Archibald, just the handling of Josh, Josh Archibald. Are you surprised? Like, I've had some manager types uh, talk to some individuals in Philadelphia and in, in uh, uh, Florida and Carolina as well. Uh, some assistant GMs. Just uh, the whole situation with Archibald. Uh, and he's got a really unique skill set, Mark. But there are some people that said maybe just... Tell that guy, forget it. If you're not vaccinated, you're staying on LTIR all last year. That is not the approach the orders have gone with. Your thoughts on that? Well, there's a couple of things. He can't. Play. I dug in on Josh Archibald yesterday. I made a couple of phone calls. So here, here's what I learned. He's not vaccinated. So if he's not vaccinated and he's obviously not going to get vaccinated, he can't play for a Canadian National Hockey League team. Right? You can't bring a guy in that can only play half the games. So... The Oilers are, have brought him back to Edmonton. They're trying to get him in shape, and they're trying to move him. Right? They're going to move him, and they're going to they're going to get very little for him because he hasn't played a game all season. He's coming off a very serious heart condition. And to be honest, Bob, the the I would say to you that the Archibald camp is probably less concerned with you know getting in a lineup and playing playoff games and salvaging this season, and far more concerned with showing the hockey world that there's a player there on July 1st worth looking at. He needs to try to get into some games somewhere so that on July 1st there's a, even a small body of work of late that GMs can look at and say, oh, we'll sign this guy. Uh, but, you know, as it stands, is, he, is, is anyone giving up anything for him at this point? What if you get him in Vegas? You can't take him in Vegas. You might play Edmonton and Calgary the first two rounds of the playoffs, Bob. So I question whether Holland will be able to trade him. I don't question that he's trying to trade him, though. Well, I mean, realistically, we know he's not going to probably play before the 13th or the 14th of March, which gives him another, say, 10 days, right? Let's say he's practicing with the team and he's back on the ice. Uh, they got the game tomorrow against the Habs. There's no morning skate. Um, practice Sunday, uh, Monday game in Calgary. You know, he, he could, in theory, he could be around the team. I mean, could he? Do you think he could be ready to play games in, in ten days from now on the fourteenth? Because they got three home games before the trade deadline. Bob, I would be misleading our listeners if I said I had my finger on that pulse. Yeah, uh, this is the, either like to me. This, this is a training staff thing. This is a medical thing. This is the doctors who are, are looking at his heart. They're looking at his fitness level. Right, those are the the coaches are making this decision. Kenny Hall's not making this decision. Josh Archibald, he's not making this decision. TD Force is making this decision, right? So, 
I would get TD on the show and ask him because I just don't know when Archie can play. Yeah, I don't think, I think Dr. Naidu and TD had about enough time with me over the last couple of days, so we're not going to get any time on this show. Or, or, or maybe rephrase that. It's the call you never want to get, Mark. Uh, well, I mean, there is, and somebody's just pointed out on the Ashley Fine Flores text line, Bob, what about after the deadline, the, the games at Colorado and Dallas, the Oilers are home for San Jose in Calgary, and then home to Arizona and L.A. to clean out the month. Maybe that's a more realistic timeline. I don't know. I do know this. When you think about it, Mark, okay, they're poor at penalty killing. He's a good penalty killer. Uh, he's a useful bottom six player, which right now they have a shortage of. Okay, And he's a competitive player. right? He's all of those things. He scratches a lot of boxes. The problem is, or checks a lot of boxes, the problem is he hasn't played in like a year. So what are you going to get? You have no clue. And how much time are you going to invest in a part-time player, right? He's a part-time player. He can't play in the USA. So you're investing how much time in a guy that you have to leave behind on every road trip and then put some guy in who hasn't played. Like, are, are you know, are, are their bottom six really that bad? The, their bottom three, is their fourth line that poor that they're willing to sacrifice half the games to some guy that hasn't played all year and try to get him up to speed like that ain't gonna happen overnight bob so yeah no no we're gonna have to continue to monitor this uh any concerns tomorrow when edmonton plays montreal canadians won six of their last seven yeah the only concern is the one that's been going on since 1978 is when the orders come home from a big long road trip out east they generally don't play very well (laughs) right and and I know it's a thing because it was a thing for the Gretzky orders and the Messe orders and the Wade orders and the Garen orders and the Ryan Smith orders and the McDavid orders. So that's my only fear. They're going to have a full house. They're going to have a competitive opponent. It's going to be a blast in that rink tomorrow. People are coming out of the pubs and going into the rink, and it's going to be tons of fun in there. And the orders need to do what they've always struggle with bob for you'd say this too for the last since they had this franchise that first game back is always a a bit of a, a tough one but let's hope they can get past it and give us good hockey game tomorrow night oh there's no question about that mark thanks for your time all right bobby good luck thanks that's sportsnet spec joining us it's 122 in edmonton we'll get to uh, a text here from sean he says bob this season the orders have lost to philadelphia Detroit, Buffalo, Seattle, L.A., New Jersey, the Islanders, Ottawa, and Chicago twice each. Uh, Yes, they lost to Ottawa and Chicago twice each. If you can't win them all, then this is why you play the games. But does this look like a playoff team to you? When they miss the playoffs, these are the games that they can look back to as why. That one comes to us from. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
Sean. All right. Uh, we'll return with some more texts and uh, well, we're going to work on a couple other things as well. You're listening to Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio 630 Chad. One twenty-six in Edmonton, Japanese Village open to serve you at any one of their five Edmonton and area locations featuring Alberta's own Brent Lake Wagyu. Visit jvedmonton.ca. Tell Don and his staff that Oilers now sent you. And Cars Cost Less than Wetaskiwin. Brent Ridge Ford and Wetaskiwin. Ten-time Presence Award winners for customer satisfaction. Right now, the best way to get a vehicle is to custom order one. Discounts available from both Brent Ridge Ford and the Ford Motor Company on most custom orders. Get the exact equipment and colors you want. Reach out to Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang. 1-877-477-3673 or visit BrentRidge.com. Just had Mark Spector on for the horses and horse racing. Alberta Reminder Live Standard Bread Racing has moved to Century Downs Racetrack in Calgary. And you can watch and wager online at hbibet.com. We have time to bang out this text from Haji. Bob, why can't this team comprehend that playing with the lead equates to maintaining the game's plan longer, which leads to better team defense and less cheating for offense and ultimately flipping the script on other teams who will be forced to open their game up in search of offense. Giving up the first goal as often as the Oilers have is no longer a coaching issue. It is now officially a team issue. As the games tighten up and the playoff-style hockey becomes the norm, giving up a one- or two-goal lead, will not be a recipe for success. Figure it out, boys. Come out with some fire and passion out of the gate. That one comes to us from Haji. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Gordon says, Bob, hope you're feeling okay. Well, thank you. One question why the Oilers can't find bottom six players. There must be teams who would like to trade their bottom six. There's a player in the Ducks organization, uh, Nicholas Delorier. Thanks. That one comes from some Gordon. I don't think the Ducks want to lose Delorier. I think he's a pretty effective uh, one of the top fighters in the league and he can play a regular shift. So we'll continue to see what happens there. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell back with George LaRock when we return on Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.